of course, the festival atmosphere of Abbey Road and all the stages and the bands from around the world. And we were hooked. You're listening to Something Will Happen, a podcast about the largest Beatles music festival in North America, Abbey Road on the River. It takes place every Memorial Day weekend in Jeffersonville, Indiana. If you're a music fan of any kind, you gotta come. We have up to six stages playing music all day long by almost 50 Beatles and classic rock tribute bands, food trucks and drinks, awesome art installations, merchandise and art vendors, and a playground for kids. Whether you're new to Abbey Road on the River or you're a festival regular, you'll find something you love. This is Something Will Happen. Something Will Happen at Abbey Road on the River. Come join us. Cool. Well, thank you both um, for joining me on the podcast. I have Melanie and Patrick with School of Rock. And so this is going to be a really cool conversation. Yes. Um, So, yeah, I um, thanks for coming. And you guys have performed. I mean, School of Rock has been around with Abbey Road on the River for the last five, six years. We'll get into that. (laughs) I'm sure you know all the details. Um, but I know you, uh, Melanie, kind of have an interesting backstory on how you first became involved in Abbey Road on the River. So do you want to kick it off and kind of talk about how you got involved in Abbey Road? Yeah. Well, before Louisville became my adopted home, I lived in Chicago for many, many years. And we went to the Beatles Fest there every year with my, I have two boys that I raised. And of course, like, like a good mother, I kind of brainwashed them on music uh-huh. <laughs> and they were both musicians I have one who plays guitar and I have a son who sings and plays drums and music was always part of our family so of course I raised them on great music and of course the Beatles so my whole family our whole families uh, we've been lifelong Beatles fans so we always went to Beatles Fest in Chicago at the convention center which is great um, it's indoors in the winter lots of vendors and it's fun, but when I found out about Abbey Road in Louisville, we came down here to go to the festival first time in two, 2017. And my boys were um, teenagers, 14 and 15 years old. And we came down here and had such a great vacation. Yeah, that's like and the perfect age, too. It really was. And, you know, of course, the festival atmosphere of Abbey Road and all the stages and the bands from around the world. And we were hooked totally hooked. And of course, we came back every year since then for the whole week long vacation. And it just became a great family tradition. And so when we um, joined the School of Rock uh, family, because of course, School of Rock is an international uh, franchise of music schools around the world. And we decided to open one. We've been involved in for 15 years in School of Rock up in Chicago. Mm -hmm. And we thought, what better place than Louisville? Because we had been coming down here to Abbey Road and we had gotten to know the city and we kind of fell in love with Louisville because Mm -hmm. of Abbey Road. So there wasn't one down in Louisville. I didn't realize that. No. And um, so we did open our School of Rock about four and a half years ago here in Louisville. We now have two locations. One is in St. Matthews, which is a neighborhood just down the street from us. And so now we have two locations and over 400 students. And Wow. Um, you know, the first year we opened, the first thing I did was I talked to Gary and mm-hmm. I said, you know, Gary, it's my dream for our students to be able to be a part of this. It's just mm-hmm. 
a great opportunity. And of course, Gary immediately said, that would be wonderful. Let's start talking, let's start planning. And we created a partnership that's gone on now for four years. And the kids mm -hmm. have been performing every year at Abbey Road. And it is part of our, it's kind of baked in now to our curriculum here at the school. <laughs> right. And uh, every year they spend time, you know, preparing for their performances there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been such a good collaboration for the students just to get into the Beatles and like just perform on a stage, as you say. I mean, they perform on many stages, but um, it's very unique to perform at an outdoor music festival for them, I assume. And this is Patrick Denny, our music director. Yes. And yeah. he is the one that gets them prepared for that, which is a big job. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. What goes into that, trying to prepare the students? Yeah, so that's a great question. Um, well, first of all, the Beatles are like my all-time favorite band. So when yeah. we got this opportunity, I was just like, I cannot wait <laughs> truly yeah. to, to like spread the joy of the Beatles to these students. Mm -hmm. um, and we've and got are you from are you from Louisville too? I'm originally from Versailles, which is about an hour away. Um, okay, in the Kentucky region, and you've ever passed the Versailles Castle. That's where I'm from. <laughs> no, I need to go there. <laughs> yes, it's kind of wild. It's in yeah. this little tiny town and big old castle. <laughs> That's so cool. Castle of Versailles, not Versailles. Um, <laughs> not Versailles, yeah. right? <laughs> right. Um, Americanized yeah, so, version. Yeah. Exactly. Hey, um, so, have so, you ever been to Abbey Road before getting involved with School of Rock? Sorry, I had to. No, no, I had. Oh, you hadn't. Okay, I had, but I, I had, I hadn't been, but I had heard all about it. Okay. Um, and I've had some folks that I, that I know in the community that have played there before. Mm -hmm. and so I was just like really excited to get the opportunity. Yeah. To, um, to, to That's do cool. This. We we generally would spend like we generally spend about uh, about a month preparing for the Beatles stuff. So it's really like four rehearsals uh, that the kids have okay. before they go in and play. Um, I might make oh. it a little longer this time because I've got some got some ideas and some some more kind of technical things that I'd like to do that with the group. Um, got a few ideas. One idea that I've got for this time is uh, doing a, a song from each Beatles album in chronological order to kind of okay. give like, like a oral history of the Beatles, if you will. Oh, I like um, that. Yeah, so uh, that that's an idea I've got. I think we're going to do that maybe this year. Oh, and then there's um, this. Oh, yes, right. And so for since since we've gotten started with with Abbey Road on the River with this collaboration, right? Generally, what we do is we have um, one performance program group, just kind of our flagship uh, program at School of Rock, where we teach um, you know interme intermediate to advanced students um, a full sets worth of material. A full show is like two hour show worth of, worth of material um, mm -hmm. and any any uh performance program student that's at an intermediate level can join those groups so we do one show um that's kind of beatles themed this year we're doing help Ooh. the whole album okay uh, this is a cool. student who had, who designed this for the poster that's great i love that yeah. so the beatles like with their arms out on yeah. flowers yeah, and, and, and whatnot uh, so yeah, we're doing that. And then of course our show team also plays every year. Um, and that's when I get to do like some really fun stuff. So we've, we've done <laughs> a lot. Of, and it's really fun too, as a director, because I usually have, I mean, the Beatles are uh, you know, very much a vocal group, right? Right. Flex harmonies, 
Um, and we have tons of super, super capable and talented vocalists on our, on our show team. Uh, yeah. and so I really get to like go in deep with them on the harmonies and get them really prepared. So we did paperback writer a couple years ago. Oh yeah. That's complicated. Yeah. I was really, really excited. It took forever for us to get those harmonies down, but um, yeah. 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 That's so, awesome. So what thought. is, um, what is the show team? Is that, or what are the different levels of your, your groups, you know? So like, or maybe like, tell us how a kid comes into school of rock and then how they go through the different levels, different groups. How does that all work? Well, we have, of course we have kids who walk in here as total beginners, never touched an instrument right. um, all the way up through advanced kids. And so we have a progressive program that they move through. When they first start, they're in Rock 101, which is for complete beginners. Cool. And we mm -hmm. get them playing right away together. So they have lessons, but they also have rehearsals right from the start. So they are learning how to play together, musicianship, stagecraft, all those things. And when mm -hmm. they're ready, they move up to our performance program where we just, you know, the rehearsals become much more um, advanced and demanding, the materials much harder. And then we do, we focus more on the performance side because all of our students really learn performance. That's what we're known for. Mm -hmm. So having these opportunities to play on stages like at Abbey Road, it is part, it, it, there's nothing in the school that can duplicate that, right? Like you can rehearse and rehearse and rehearse, but the stage is the greatest teacher, we always say. Yeah. Right. And there's just nothing that duplicates that. And it, it they learn how to, uh, connect with an audience, project to an audience. They learn how to play through those butterflies and nerves that every, everybody mm -hmm. gets when they're on Everyone stage. always, yeah, always. And uh, it's just, it's really uh, a great opportunity for them to go to Abbey Road. And the audiences at Abbey Road are so wonderful for the kids. Yeah, absolutely. Because the kids aren't perfect. They're students. So they, you know, right. but they're always surprised at how good they are, the mm -hmm. audience. And the audience also loves to see the kids learning this music and performing it, keeping it alive in the bloodstream. And really we are creating the next generation of Beatles fans. Yeah. Um, and I think the audience, they are so, they always warmly receive the kids. They cheer for them. They mm -hmm. it's, and when the kids are done performing and they're walking around the festival, people approach them and say, you know, great job. We love seeing you on stage. And it's just such a great, um, just morale boost for the kids and confidence for sure. boost for them. Um, and the whole weekend they get to walk, you know, they get to walk around all weekend then and see all these great yeah. musicians, which they learn yeah. from. They learn from watching all these wonderful bands and, and talented performers. And they come out of that weekend changed people. <laughs> yeah. Little people. I bet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but there's so much they can learn just by watching other people and how they engage with the, or other performers and what they do or like, oh, maybe I'll take that. Or they pull the microphone off at that time. And like, there's so much you can observe from these other professional musicians that we have. Absolutely. That is very cool. Um, yeah, I love that. And what um, I was curious about, not to move, but like everyone knows School of Rock, the movie. Is that where School of Rock came from? Or was it a thing before the film? Do you, like, what's the <laughs> backstory behind the whole yeah, thing? Yeah, it's a great question and it's a great story. The very first School of Rock was 
in, of our network was in uh, Philadelphia and it opened in 1998 and it was called the Paul Green School of Rock Music. Okay. And Paul Green is a real person. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, he started this school in, in Philadelphia and the movie um, sort of sprung from, I think, loosely based on what he was doing in Philadelphia. Okay. And so we, the, the school came first, then the movie, then of course there was a, a, a traveling musical and then right. a TV show. And we've always had a partnership with the School of Rock Entertainment Empire, I guess you would call it. Mm-hmm. We've had lots of kids who have auditioned for the traveling musical and, and made it on the traveling cast. Wow. We've had kids who we've had kids who were kids in the movie become teachers at School of Rock. Oh, cool! Which that's oh, a wow. neat, neat connection. Yeah. yeah. And they even held auditions for some of these things in the School of Rock. Uh, so there's always been a, a kind of nice collaboration between the School of Rock Entertainment uh, Empire and the actual School of Rock. Even to this day, Jack Black, you know, he'll he'll do a shout out every now and then to. The school of rocks and what they're doing with kids and that's kind of cool and this totally. is our jack black mm-hmm. right here to <laughs> <laughs> <Right. laughs> get up on stage and rock out with the kids <laughs> occasionally yeah <laughs> that's awesome um well yeah back to abbey road it's the i mean that's so cool about school of rock and what an empire it's become because you said it's like an international thing now um, and I used to work at a girls rock camp in oh, Madison, yeah. Wisconsin. So not quite the same thing, but kind of similar, just like a week long day camp where you kind of teach girls how how to play instruments and rock out. <laughs> and um, so do I was wondering, do people do your students know about the Beatles before you tell them, like, we're going to go play at Abbey Road on the River or do they have the background knowledge of that or actually? Well, let's go into that too. But also, do they get to pick their what they play on on any stage when they play? Uh, so generally, they know of the Beatles going into it, but they don't have like the. Uh, so I shouldn't say all of our students, uh, but a lot of our students don't have like the appreciation yeah. for the Beatles because right. they just don't know. I mean, we're so far removed from the '60s at this point, right? Um, that it is you have to kind of really draw that line for them. Like we started here at the, at, at, in the sixties. Right. And right. The, the music that you listen to now, like you might not be able to see it, but I can draw that line through, through popular music history and be like, you know, if it, if it weren't for the Beatles, this band that you're listening to, they probably wouldn't be around. Right. Now. Right. It yeah. wouldn't sound anything like they sound. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I really enjoy like teaching the history of the Beatles and kind of how they influenced popular music mm-hmm. uh, while I teach them this material. So I kind of do it in tandem, right? Like I'll, I'll be playing, you know, I'll play them the song, we'll go through it, we'll learn it. And especially if, if they're not quite like gelling with it for the first couple of weeks, then I really get down into the nitty gritty and I'm like, all right, guys, like we have to do this music right. Like we have mm-hmm. to we have to respect this music because first of all um, your audience at Abbey Road <laughs> is going to know this music. Yeah. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> Secondly, it's so important in the history of rock that if you don't play it to its fullest potential, 
you're kind of doing a disservice to the genre as a whole. Um, and thirdly, they're my favorite band. So you better, you better make it sound good. Right. <laughs> a lot of times the kids are aware of like, they have this image of the Beatles as like the Ed Sullivan Beatles in the black right. suits and they think it stopped there or that's all they've known about. Mm. And when we, when we bring them through the whole, um, discography of the Beatles up through Abbey Road and the White Owl, then the then they just like a lot of them I think are very shocked. Right? Oh yeah. yeah they don't totally. know sometimes about the later stuff. And then we bring them into the solo work that was yeah. done, you know, by John and Paul and and George. And then they become fans of that. And that kind of blows their mind. Totally. Um, and I think, you know, no one has a discography and a history like that. No other band. And I think when they really learn everything that the Beatles did in their short, relatively short career, right? Yeah. That's still going on even today. Um, but so they did so much in such a short time and they were always ahead of what was going on in music. They were always one step ahead, setting that bar and, and, and pushing change, right? Pushing um, just in the studio too. Um, mm -hmm. experimenting Definitely. and yeah. uh, I think when the teenagers especially start listening to that they're kind of like wow and and with mm -hmm. with with the Beatles music right like I I will encounter a student every now and then says like I don't like the Beatles and I <laughs> I like love when they <laughs> say that nuts and they say, yeah. I love when they say that because I'm just like oh you just don't know you yeah. just don't know like the Beatles that that you would like because you haven't listened to it so that's a great opportunity for me to be like, oh, you like metal. You're a metalhead, right? Um, check out Helter Skelter. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I'll draw that line for you, how we got from <laughs> Helter Skelter, like Jesus Priest and, you know, whatever comes after it, right? Like, right. it's, yeah, it's really cool. It's really cool to be able to do. I mean, I, I hate hearing that initially, but I, right. <laughs> the teacher in me is like, oh, great. This is a perfect, like, teaching opportunity. No, I, I like hearing that, too, when people don't like the Beatles, because I'm like, oh, hey, we're going to have a conversation now because <laughs> I don't think you know <laughs> what you're talking about. <laughs> so it's a good learning opportunity for these students to like you're not you don't even know yet. And I love like the I mean, the Beatles are so versatile from their early years to their later years. I think that's something when I was a kid, I was like, who are they anymore? And it kind of like allows you to like. Maybe as a teenager, like you think like this is how I'm always going to be. But then you see the change the Beatles went through and you're like, hey, I'm allowed to like experiment and change who I am and not I don't have to stay in this click in high school or whatever. Like they're going through yeah. like you're allowed to like grow a crazy beard and hair and like, you know, like or anything else and experiment oh. with things. And I think that maybe is something what teenagers kind of like are drawn to with the Beatles because they allow you to like express yourself in all these different ways that other bands, I think, kind of stay the same throughout like 10 years or 20 years, whatever. And Beatles are just like all over the place. And now we wear only white. Now we wear crazy colors. Like, yeah, totally. And they yeah. had something to say. The Beatles yes. have a message. And uh, when they went off, of course, on their own and their solo work, they all had something to say. And kids have something to say. Kids have feelings and things that they need to express and positions that they, you know, are taking in developing. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think it's important for them to listen to what the Beatles had to say. Yeah. And John, John, and I mean, we all know, <laughs> not always <laughs> the most uncontroversial figure. Right. But, um, 
that's I think a great message for the for the teenagers. For sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. We I also do a summer camp every summer. That's a Beatles camp. Um, that's awesome. Yeah. And that is we have kids that come from further away, you know, to do that. Sure. They, they can't always be in our school during the school year because maybe they live in other areas of Kentucky, but they'll come in for the week, spend, you know, stay with relatives or whatever and come to our camp. And it's an intensive, it's all day Beatles for five days. And then at the end of the week, they put on a performance after just five days. So it's, yep. it's very wow. intensive and it's a whole lot of fun. And yeah. we always do, we always time it around Ringo's birthday. Oh, cool. So that they can do the shout out in peace and love shout out to Ringo and, and video. Mm -hmm. And we share that of course with everybody and mm -hmm. they really, and it's very, you know, they can kind of connect with what's happening today with the Beatles, yeah. you know, because the Beatles are, are still alive. They're still, Ringo is still very active. He's performing Paul, of course. And I think some kids don't realize that at first. No, I don't think they do. You know? But the, the, luckily, I mean, luckily for us, with, with as far as the Beatles are concerned, I feel like every like decade or so, there's some type of media that, that comes out that connects with the youth uh, and right. gets them re-interested in the Beatles. So like for, for my, when I was a teenager, like that was like a, across the universe, like the movie that, that mm -hmm. came out yeah uh, just oh. recently like the yesterday movie like a bunch of kids like love that and yeah it's just enduring it's ever enduring um, right and the yeah. get back documentary and there's all yeah. the re-releases there's totally. always stuff coming out yeah 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 really cool. that's that's a good point i know it is super cool like they're never <laughs> never ending <laughs> it's always One something new to learn one of the things we're doing right now is we're connecting the kids through this, through the help show that we're working on. Mm -hmm. Oops. We're connecting them. <laughs> we're connecting them to the multimedia aspect of the Beatles. They were kind of the first band to do music, what we call today music videos. Right. But right. them it was, it was help and like uh, long days so, and night and right. everything. And mm -hmm. so we're going to be doing a video with the kids where we're taking them to a park in the area or an mm -hmm. eight millimeter camera. And Ooh. we're going to do a Beatles style video where they're like running around, falling down, mm -hmm. being silly. <laughs> and yeah. then we're going to have them uh, work with our assistant music director and, and cut like a music video to go along with the show. So that's kind of a fun. That is going to be really cool. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> Hopefully we'll be able to show it behind, you know, behind the, uh, at Abbey Road when we're on stage. That would be awesome. Yes. Yeah. You should get it ready for, by then and let us know when it comes out. Totally. Oh, and I just want to say another yeah. thing. When, when, when we were all at home doing uh, COVID videos and things yeah. that mm -hmm. year, it was so wonderful of you and Gary and the team to include our kids in that video festival. Oh, yeah. They put together uh, a couple videos uh, during that time. And mm -hmm. that was just super cool to be have them be able to be a part of that even when we were all at home doing remote learning and all kinds of crazy mm -hmm. things <laughs> no, that must have been a struggle yeah yeah learning music over online is not the easiest Ooh. it's doable but not as good as in person but i almost forgot about that because we did that virtual festival it was but... so much work for you all oh, i can't that was crazy i know <laughs> it was and i watched yeah. it i we just had it set up at our in our kitchen and we mm -hmm. uh, just kind of hung out I forget. it was more than one day too I think right yeah we did it two days I think Saturday and Sunday and we got and, a uh, lot of band a lot of videos from all the bands so that come to Abbey Road and 
It yeah. was bittersweet, but it was also incredible. It just yeah. felt like such a, a, an emotional connector for the community that you guys have built right. at Abbey Road from throughout the world in Colombia and Puerto Rico and ever to see all these people that of course we all come together now, but to see everyone coming together uh, virtually, it, yeah. it was very heartening at a time that was, you know, so difficult for so many of us not to be able to come and gather. Um, yeah. It made, it was very emotional. Yeah. Yeah. It really was. I was thinking about like now when, if you rewatch those videos, you're like, eh, it's just a video, you know, cause you're allowed right. to go do things. But at that time <laughs> it was so like, Oh, look at that. Oh, they're playing this music. Oh, look, they're doing that song. Like it was so exciting just to watch a video and the rooftop. Yeah. Who did that? But that was an incredible rooftop concert. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, Classic Stone did that rooftop yes. in Colombia. That was super cool. And all their neighbors were like clapping out their windows. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. It was incredible. Yeah. That was very cool. So um, what I was thinking, what um, what when people graduate from the School of Rock program, are they what do they go on to do after? Words. like do you do you keep in touch with them or uh, how old do they how old are they? I have lots of questions I guess <laughs> how yeah. old are they when they like move on is it do they graduate high school are they allowed to stay until they're 18 and then they have to leave and then what do they do after after a school of rock after they graduate well we have we do have an adult program that they oh, okay. can participate in um so uh they can do that but we have also a lot of kids who uh go on to study music in post-grad at uni the universities mm -hmm. around the world, around the country. And we have several yeah. kids now that, now that we've been open four years, we've seen several of our kids go on yeah. and do that and study music and cool. study um, AV and technology and, mm. and the business of music. We have several students who are doing that. Um, we have students who have, uh, joined and created bands professional bands both here and elsewhere cool um, even my own son you know he's uh yeah. in a band with patrick actually they're in electric garden and you know he's a graduate of school of rock my son and he's performing professionally here in louisville and he's attending university of louisville's um jazz guitar program wow uh, so amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah. The, and the best thing about it is wherever they go because, you know, kids go away to school. They might go to Nashville or Boston or LA or yeah. whatever. They're going to meet other School of Rock kids there because we're national. And they right. walk in and they immediately start to connect with other School of Rock students from around the country. So they have kind yeah. of an immediate social network and music network that they can tap into yeah. um, wherever they're going. Mm -hmm. And uh, that's, I think, one of those really special things about the program definitely yeah that is really cool I mean that reminds me of like Abbey Road like when you come to Abbey Road everyone's just like oh you like the Beatles I, I can talk to you about anything because yeah. we're all here you know and like you're automatically friends but if you hear someone did School of Rock you're like oh cool hey like we're buds now like <laughs> just mm -hmm, yeah. creating that connection is so that's so important it's so funny because when you when you first you know land at Abbey Road it's you haven't seen a lot of the folks there for a year mm -hmm. and it's just like you saw them yesterday it's just yeah. like you saw each other yesterday and we have friends that we only see at abbey road i mean we keep in touch on facebook and things sure. but it is such a connector um and it's always uh just so nice to just kind of 
get together and see all your old friends and people you've met through the years and mm -hmm. dance with them. Yeah. Right? Lots of <laughs> dancing and, and celebrating yes. and just such a positive vibe. Yeah. And yeah. we all need more positivity, right? <laughs> and it is, I mean, Absolutely. it's a love fest. It's a positive, it's such a positive week. And I think people really get a lot out of it emotionally and, and mm -hmm. just, it's very spiritual um, yeah. experience. Um, right. It is. Yeah. Well, speaking of the festival this year, let's talk about what are you guys planning to bring to Abbey Road this year? Well, we have our help kids that are already working and, and rehearsing and studying all of the music from help. Okay. Yes. And they're going to be doing a help concert and they're going to be doing this, you know, hopefully unveiling this cool video that they're working yes. on. And you can talk about what the show team has in store. Yeah. Well, like I said, I haven't exactly nailed down the show team set list yet, but the, the idea of taking uh, the Beatles discography from, you know, kind of start to finish and taking a song off each of those records is very enticing to me because. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's going to be really cool. Yeah. I mean, I think it's like such a good way to like, to do what we talked about earlier, right? Like mm -hmm. show, show the students uh, how the Beatles morphed over their career. Um, mm -hmm. And so they'll be able to hear that kind of in real time as they're learning this music and playing and listening to yeah. each other play this music. And, oh my gosh, like, how do we get from, you know, uh, please, please me to like, I don't know. Uh, yeah, or I'm the walrus, you know? <laughs> yeah, so it's like, right. <laughs> how did we get here? Um, in only not like less than a decade's time. So I'm really, really excited for that. In fact, I'm, the more I talk about it, the more I'm like, that is what we're doing. And then yeah. it'll provide some really fun opportunities for some creative mashups too. And maybe, yeah. maybe a medley or something. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Oh in, yeah. In previous years we've done, you know, last year we did an all Beatles set list the year before we did um, Beatles and then kind of Beatles adjacent stuff, like things that their contemporaries were doing during that time too. Right. Um, so we did like, you know, uh, a little bit of like Jimi Hendrix and cream. Um, yeah. Uh, things of that nature. But uh, this year, I'd like I'm, we're going to do another whole Beatles set. I think whole um, Beatles, yeah. yeah. I like that idea. I dig it. That's going to yeah. be cool. I think it's going to be sweet. So yeah, pretty excited about that. That's cool. Well, we do you guys have? have oh, go ahead. This weekend for we the do. show team, yeah. the audition. We they audition every year to be in the the honor band, the show team. Okay. And so uh, this weekend are the auditions. We have thirty kids auditioning for the band, and uh -huh. uh, it's going to be pretty exciting. And then as of next week we'll get started yeah yeah rehearsal start that's awesome but yeah. that's very exciting do you guys have any shows um coming up between february and may uh yeah. in louisville area you want to plug uh well yes eight in april uh the third and fourth weekends in april we're doing um we do 12 shows 12 performances those are going to be at headliners if you're a louisville local you know headliners they're a great venue an art sanctuary and we are doing metallica cool. we're doing green day Ooh. 80s pop radiohead nice. muse queen and arena rock and of course help so okay <laughs> oh my have gosh. A couple, they'll have a, a couple runs under their belt of help before we get to abbey road okay cool um, so four days of shows uh two weekends in april that's all going to be up on our, our Facebook and Instagram pages. So mm -hmm. that's a lot of music. Every season, we have three seasons a year. We do 12, 12 shows each season. It's mm -hmm. basically a music festival three times a year that we put on. 
in, in collaboration with our, our wonderful Louisville music venues who are so good to our kids, allowing them to come on these stages and perform for the community here. Um, yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's wild and fun. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that does sound cool. You'd like Metallica, Beatles, Muse, like <laughs> everything. It's going to be awesome. <laughs> That's going to be cool. Well, awesome. Well, we are, you know, we're really excited that you're coming back to Abbey Road and we love having you as a part of the festival. It's so cool for everyone to see, like, as you say, the next generation of Beatle fans get up there and perform and just be a part of this thing. And, you know, it like probably changes their life to, you know, like, oh, remember yeah. that time we did that and, you know, renew their for love the for the Beatles. Yes. yes, for the rest of their lives. Yeah. Uh, and they love to dress up. They get all their like yeah. outfits out. <laughs> <laughs> and right. the families love coming. You know, all their families, mm -hmm. of course, follow them there and also have a wonderful time and reconnect yeah. with the Beatles. And it's just fabulous. I can't wait. Oh, I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah, it's going to be great. Well, thank We can't wait to see you guys there and what you come up with <laughs> for that. Yeah, and you guys have some exciting stuff happening. In fact, uh, Back yeah. to Mac, I saw was playing this year. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Their lead singer, Kimmet, she teaches vocals at our school. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. man. So that's, that's awesome. We're excited to go see her and in, in Back mm -hmm. to Mac. They're great. Yeah. And yeah, they really are. They're fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And she's really great. Like, that's just going to be so good. Yeah. Um, yeah, we're really excited for what we got, what we got coming up and what you guys are going to bring and just to see the kids again and the students perform. It's, it's so fun. It's well, so thank fun you for family. everything you do. Thank you, Gary. I know yes. you're listening. Thank you, Gary. <laughs> Can't thank you guys. And your whole team is always so fabulous. Just, I know it's so much work and you guys do such a great job and it's run so smooth oh. and um, it's just fantastic. Oh, thank you. Thanks for saying that. Yeah, we, we work hard on it. <laughs> Try to make yeah, it go as smooth as possible. Yeah. Yeah, basically it never ends, right? You start yeah. next year as soon as this year ends. And mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we, we started, yeah. Guys. Thank you for all you do. Yeah, thank you so much for including us. Like we love it. Yeah, so. I'm so glad. That's awesome. No, we love having you a part of it. And it's, yeah, it's so great. So um, thank you for being a part of it. And we will see you in May, if not before, if not the at the April shows that you have coming up. So all right. Be awesome. All right. Thanks so much. And we'll Bye, see you everybody. soon. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Thanks for tuning into this episode of Something Will Happen. And remember that Abbey Road on the River is happening May 25th to 29th, 2023. You can find all the details, get your tickets, book your hotels, see all the bands that are coming at AROTR.com. And if you want to be featured on an upcoming episode, send us an audio recording of yourself to AROTR18 at gmail.com telling us your favorite memory or show from a festival in the past or what you're most excited about this coming year. Keep the fun going all year long by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok, and we'll see you in May. Something will happen.